It was a chilly evening in late October when Luke asked me to accompany him to his biggest opening to date, a gallery not far from Musée d'Orsay, which had become a favorite destination during my stay. Dinner was planned afterward across the river near the Champs-Élysées, and some of the best and brightest from the local art scene would be in attendance. It all felt terribly chic and sophisticated, not something I could have imagined myself doing eight months before, but something I spent the two-week interim looking forward to and was mildly nervous about. After all, the spotlight would be on Luke, and by extension, his date. And while that was enough to intimidate most people, including me, prior to very recently, I'd begun to embrace the idea of authenticity, of being myself and letting fate guide me. Remembering Sebastian's advice that Parisian chic should be effortless, I decided upon a sleek, backless black gown for the occasion. I then pulled my hair back in a knot, and after a light application of foundation and highlighters, finished my look off with pale pink lip gloss. The whole ensemble gave new meaning to effortless style for me, at least in that it didn't really require all that much thought, but it wasn't without dramatic effect. When I entered the gallery, more than a few heads turned. Of course, I blushed as usual. But rather than slink off, as I may have done at any other time before, I held my head high and asked, in very good French, mind you, if anyone had seen the artist. A rotund man in his fifties by the name of Pierre pointed me in the right direction, but not before waxing philosophical about the meaning of Luke's exhibition. Abstracts in shades of pink that some called reminiscent of Rothko, only happier. Was it love that inspired him? Or perhaps it was heartbreak? Sometimes, Pierre noted, it was hard to tell the difference. I told him I thought the common factor, with love, heartache, Rothko's work, and Luke's, was passion, a subject that became a theme of sorts for the evening, as I listened to Parisian after Parisian discuss the importance of passion, in life, not just in art. First, a beautiful young woman from Montmartre asked if we'd been to her favorite restaurant, which was known for its chef's flair for innovation. Later, a scruffy bohemian type, not much older than I was, started to draw comparisons between painters and cinematographers, and asked if Luke had any interest in cinema. And finally, after they purchased Luke's entire collection, I heard a couple discussing us in passing. Regarde, the woman whispered, the way he touches her. She must be his inspiration. It was much later when Luke walked me home that I knew the woman was right. Only he didn't tell me with words. It was his actions. We were approaching Giselle's flat when the pitter-patter of rain on the rooftops began. I quickened my pace, thinking we should hurry. But instead, Luke took me under his arm and swept me into the alley. There, under the shelter of an awning and the tux jacket he'd taken off to wrap around my shoulders, he kissed me for what felt like hours. The next morning when I woke... Stretching like a Cheshire cat in my bed and the sunlight streaming through the skylight, I was alone, but I could still smell his musk like the Bois de Boulogne in my memory and feel the imprint of his hand on the small of my back. Now I understood the definition of magic. Magic.